Are you finding it really time consuming to create Etsy listings? You heard that in order to be successful, you need like 100 listings and maybe you're only at like five to 10 listings right now. So what are you supposed to do? We need to get resourceful and we can actually 10X our listing count if you do these steps. In today's video, I'm going to tell you how to create virtually unlimited listings on Etsy. And I'm going to point out the biggest rookie mistake so that you don't end up with hundreds of listings that won't sell. Before we get started, I want you to comment below how many listings you have in your shop right now and how many listings you're trying to get to in the next few months. My background is corporate e-commerce and I've made over a million dollars in profit in six and a half years on Etsy. And now my team and I are teaching thousands of Etsy sellers how to do these strategies. So how do you take the listings that you have and 10 exit without coming up with you know hundreds of genius new listing ideas? Because coming up with new listings, it can be a lot of pressure, especially if you don't have many sales. And I find that when Etsy sellers feel under pressure that they have to just keep cranking out listings, the quality goes way down. And sometimes they'll end up with a shop with hundreds of crappy listings. So instead, what we wanna do is create a foundation with enough designs that have unique product market fits, which means they're not competing with each other. And then we're gonna take what works and create threads of new listings based off of that. So I'll teach you how to do this. It's basically taking the idea of what's working and repackaging and repositioning. Now the key here is you have to take what's working and do this. The biggest rookie mistake, which I see almost every newer Etsy seller doing, is that they'll take listings with no proof of concept and no product market fit, and they will just make hundreds of variations of them, thinking that a volume of these listings will suddenly make them sell. I typically see this happen with print on demand and digital. So they'll take one design and they'll put it on like 20 different items, or they'll put it on 20 different mockups, and they'll think that one of them will just start selling. But if that design is not good, then it's going to kill your conversion rate because none of them will sell. I wanna show you an example of this mistake so that you don't make it yourself. So here is a shop that has very similar looking designs. So they have collections where they've basically taken a very general looking design and they've just changed up the words a little bit and put it on these same mugs. It's pretty much all the same couple of mock-ups. Basically, they're just trying out different words, same design, same font, same colorways, same mock-ups, hoping that one of them sells. And then you can see they took the same exact sayings and put them on t-shirts. So the shop ended up with, you know, 458 listings, eight sales. And then you can see they did a very similar thing with portraits. They did a very similar thing with Renaissance inspired mugs and superhero mugs. So they took an idea that really had no proof of concept and just started going to town duplicating things, thinking maybe that would make them start selling. I also see this happen a lot with dog items. So I'll see someone do a design with one dog breed. They'll replicate it for like 50 dog breeds and then they'll replicate that across maybe, you know, 10 different product types. They end up with a shop with four listings, none of which are selling. I also see this happen with t-shirts with sayings. Maybe it'll say like number one mom or number one dad. It's the same design, just changing out the word. None of them are selling, but they just keep duplicating this and making variations of it, thinking one of them will sell. The key here to making unlimited listings in your shop that actually sell are three things. Number one, you have to verify the product market fit, AKA people like it. Number two, you want to take the winners and expound upon those with variations. And number three, you need to position those in all new ways for as many different types of customers and sets of long tail keywords as possible. All right, so let's break that three-step process down so you can actually apply it to your shop today. So number one is verifying the product market fit. You've got to know if a design, a font, you know, a concept is likable before you start duplicating the heck out of this thing. We do not want to flood your page with variations of something that people don't like. It just 
means there'll be more things that people don't like. So how do you verify product market fit? It sounds like a very fluffy concept. So what you need to do is basically test a variety of styles and aesthetics on your page. And we do that so we can fail fast and figure out what people actually like as quickly as possible. Speed is your friend here. You don't wanna take months to really verify product market fit. You wanna figure that out within a few weeks. Let's take an example of doing this on Etsy. So how do you verify product market fit with resin items? We're going to test out a variety of styles and aesthetics and products to see what customers respond to and see what they don't care about. For example, you might be testing resin keychains, resin badge reels, resin letters, resin cutting boards, resin coasters. It's not just different product types, but different aesthetics as well. Maybe some of them are bright rainbow colors. Maybe some of them have a lot of like glitter and things mixed in. Maybe some of them are very matte and neutral and monotone. Maybe some more mature and sophisticated and some more young and whimsical feeling. This is the phase where it's testing at the foundation. You're not gonna duplicate all these things while you're testing. Now we take it into step number two, where you take the top few designs that had interest and we create variations of that to create new listings. Now, if none of them got traction and none of them had any interest, then we have to stay in step one and we have to keep creating new products, new styles, new designs to find something that has product market fit. So you have the proof of concept, now you're creating variations of this. This means new sizes, new colorways, new shapes, new quantities of these things. So how do we apply that to that resin example? Let's say for example, that the resin letters take off. So now we're going to focus on the letters and create many listings out of these, but you're going to use different fonts. You're going to add in different sizes. You're going to do maybe some individual, some as long names where it's sets of letters. You're gonna do maybe some more adult themed letters and maybe some more baby themed letters. You're gonna do some boy themed letters, some girl themed letters. You're gonna showcase the letters alone. You're gonna showcase huge groups of them. You're gonna go hard and make as many possible variations of these as possible. Now, the variations you're making of this product, it's not for one specific customer. You're using this product to serve many different types of people, which leads me into number three, the positioning and the repackaging in new ways. This is where you need to think about all the different types of recipients, maybe the different purposes or the utility factors that would play into this product. And you're going to use new positioning and marketing primarily with your long tail keywords to get them in front of as many different audiences as you can. So how do we apply this to our resin example? I'm going to show you and I'm going to use long tail keywords to do so. Positioning it as baby name signs, maybe nursery shelf decor, baby shower decor, baby name reveal prop, maybe first birthday photo prop, maybe newborn photo shoot idea prop. Yes, idea, because that's what they're gonna be searching on Google. So that will help your traffic through offsite ads. Maybe a pregnancy announcement idea. Maybe last name wedding decor. Maybe sweetheart table reception decor. Maybe fireplace mantle decoration. Or office desk decor. Maybe even a kid's nightlight. Or a stocking stuffer. Or a birthday party favor. Or a teen girl gift. So you see, we're taking one item, we're repackaging it in many different ways for many different people and many different purposes. If you need help taking your shop through this process, or maybe if you're stuck trying to come up with a lot of new listing ideas, my team and I are doing this with over 1600 Etsy shops right now. So if you need help, just leave a comment below and we'll get in touch with you to see if we can help you out. Otherwise, please subscribe to the channel and we'll see you guys in the next video. Until now, I didn't really have many sales in my Etsy shop. Almost a month ago, I bought the course. I can see a steady growth. 
increase in my views, especially in my conversion rate, which was very low before.